You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Welcome to the worst, for, I mean, old-fashioned, <laughs> I mean, episode who the fuck knows. It's been a while, man. It I think you, got, you guys have done like, what, two, three episodes at me? Maybe two at or least three, two. man. It's been tough. I'm, well, I, A, the holidays slows everything down, period. Yep. Period. Right. Yep. And then on top of that, it's it. Yeah. With everybody's work schedules being just. Crazy, absolutely crazy. It's tough yeah. to, to sit down and kind of, you know, nail out. Well, and everyone's got and, and, and I mean, you still got a lot going on on your side, man. You know, new uh, house, new baby. Yeah. My, my the baby's doing great. My son started wrestling, so he's got wrestling twice a week now. Right on. Um. Oh, yeah, man. He loves it. Loves it. So it's just it's. He'll end one sport and go right into another, which I love because he gets to experience. The goal for us was let's experience a lot while it's relatively inexpensive, right? Because like kids sports, they don't generally get full gear, right? Right, right. They don't like the meets are kind of what it's like, whatever. So experience as much as you can while it's relatively inexpensive and it's not balls to the wall competitive. Absolutely. We did the same thing with my son. Yeah. He did the city, whatever the city was doing. So it'd be like basketball, baseball, basketball, football. Like, like basketball was always twice a year, which is probably why he fell in love with basketball. That's the sport he decided to stick with. Right. Um, But like, yeah, when he was that age, he was, yeah, we just play like year round, whatever sport the city was doing. You figure out what it is you like. Exactly. Whatever, you know, you pick out your seasons, Right. And and you go from there, and it'll help us narrow down. Versus, I mean, like when I was younger, I, I football, and I really didn't mm-hmm. discover lacrosse and wrestling till well, wrestle, uh, lacrosse I discovered. Oh shoot, middle school, I guess. That but makes it was, sense. It was all. I mean, man, from like fifty pound pop Warner leagues, football, football was life. Yeah. I've, it's all I did. And then lacrosse kind of changed the game. And then like every high school wrestling team, they just kind of like peruse the halls for people that they think match a match a weight class. And right. They right. Snipe you. They're like, we need you. <laughs> they drag you <laughs> into the cult. And uh, that's it. You're a wrestler for the rest of your life. Yeah. Bryce is all in on basketball. And I thought we, we were kind of curious after, um, after COVID and like everything was shut down, his school just stopped, stopped doing sports period in, in, in middle school. So he like missed a, a, like a year and a half of sports and um, his club shut down or it's, the coach moved. So he, cl- he took the club with him, you know, to a, for the part, part of town. So we lost the club. And so he was like, I'm kind of like good, not playing. And we're like, okay. And so he didn't play through middle school and then high school started. And he was like, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try for basketball. And I was like, you do you, man, whatever you want to do. Well, we support you. Yeah, absolutely. And just be, just be aware. You've taken off like a year and a half. You didn't, you didn't stick up with club and or find a new club and you weren't really going to the court and practicing. So just, you know, be aware. You're tall, but you, you don't have like this natural born talent that some kids have. And he started going to the after, um, like the after school gym stuff mm, and smart. met the coaches. And, smart. And yeah, he made the freshman team last year. He was a starter. And so JV, he made JV this year and he's, that season just started this last week and uh, so he's, he's a starter again. In. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he put the he put the work in and got he secured a, you know a, a starting position at least for the you know for for now. That's what you got to do. That's what you yep. got to do. 
Yeah. We, we've done, I mean, he's done everything from soccer, t-ball, lacrosse, ice hockey, well, uh, skating, not, not quite ice hockey yet. He's done floor hockey, um, flag football, wrestling, I mean, the works. Mm-hmm. I, ironically, I think he, he hasn't done basketball yet, but hmm. everything else I think he's kind of dabbled in. I don't know that he necessarily has a favorite yet, but not yet. He'll yeah. he's six. We'll we'll see what he likes. Oh yeah, he's super young. Yeah, Absolutely, he's got all time in a row. He does love wrestling. That's awesome. And I forget, man, because these coaches are no joke. It's just a club, right? Local club yeah. league. Man, when the, like the other day they were teaching the kids how to shoot and um, you know keep your head up, and every time these kids went in with their head down, dude, they would just bury their faces in the mat, just boom. Head up, boom, head up. I was like, man, I miss how relentless this sport was. (laughs) I never did, I never did uh, wrestling, but because I was in uh, yearbook and like photography and video, I'd go to, I'd go to at least one or two meets every year just to capture some, some stuff. So I got, I got to watch it. It was, it's gnarly for sure. We, we were the weird kid. Not, I say weird. So you had. You had like the football dudes that were that were you know the quintessential what you would picture jock type deal right right and then the wrestling guys were always just the strange like yo you don't fuck with those guys man yeah yeah you just you don't fuck with the wrestlers just leave just leave them guys be <laughs> well at that point it was like it was like you knew karate like it was it was a form of it, like you dude, know if you try to fight this guy he's gonna do some shit that you're not gonna be able to. To, to you know, uh, fight against. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Even so, <clears throat> in high school, you always had smokers' corner, right? Because you couldn't, right, yep. couldn't smoke on school property, but everybody smoked. So you just the nearest corner bus stop is where we all smoked, right? So same thing for dip. Now, if our coach caught us smoking, bro, there was hell to pay in practice. Hell to pay because that that would mess up your lung capacity, right? And that's, you get winded and he'd mm-hmm. be pissed. He would try telling us soda did the same thing. The carbonation in soda takes the oxygen level out of it. <laughs> My running coach did the same yeah, bullshit, dude. Yeah, dude, yes. <laughs> so if you were caught drinking soda, man, forget it. And our eating habits were bad enough. Like I would have right. a piece of toast in the morning and a hard boiled egg for lunch. And that's all I would eat all day just to make weight. But, um, it was weird in our school. You had the smoker's corner rule. Our coach was not down with smoking, but man, if you dipped to him, that's like weight loss. You're, you're, you're cutting down your water weight. So, right. so dipping was okay. That was considered, uh. that was considered cool. So you'd see the wrestlers in class, man, in class, we'd have spitters oh. and we'd have, we'd have a lip in and we would just sit there and just, all class and none of the teachers bothered us wow none of the teachers bothered us that's crazy crazy right yeah holy shit well man it's good to it's good to be back on the pod with you and chatting um yeah thanks for thanks for doing this on the weekend i appreciate it yeah dude absolutely it's been my schedules i I don't have a schedule i'll I'll just put i'll just say that i don't have a schedule constant work yeah yeah i mean yeah, so uh, for those listening, in uh, back in September, end of December, end of September, I made the decision to kind of back off on my content creation and, and everything, and help my dad, and my brothers with a with a family business, and uh, they do produce delivery. 
So they, they deliver to restaurants and, and whatnot. So we have a warehouse, uh, you know, a couple of trucks, a couple of vans, and it's, you know, the, the business starts at like three in the morning. And so like they have to place all their orders and put everything in. And then we, you know, pull the product, load the trucks. Um, and then by 9 a.m., they're out there delivering to the restaurant. So the restaurant kitchens get their stuff so they can prep for the, you know, for their day. And uh, my dad's been doing this for 30 years. And my brother's been working for him for 15. And then my youngest brother joined about two or three years ago. But we all took turns working for my dad at one point. Mm-hmm. Like I, back when I was senior in high school, freshman college, mm-hmm. I delivered my dad on Saturdays. I sat because that was the one day I could I could do. I had no school or anything. So Saturdays was my day. I'd load the van up and go deliver like his. I think, I think at the time he had like three restaurants or four restaurants, right? And uh, now he's got oh, close to 60. And uh, it's a six day. It's they deliver six days a week. So they work six days a week, but whoever's doing the ordering, which is me right now is seven days a week because oh. like, like tonight I have to put orders in for tomorrow. Right. So it's like, like se- you know, se- seven days a week. Um, so anyway, it's, it's been crazy. I've been, I, I've been going down there at, at like five in the morning and um, basically being an extra set of hands at first. But then once the trucks are loaded and gone by like, like nine, nine 30, I'm in the office with my dad trying to help with like more like the you know office type stuff. So like right away when I got in there, I got like got him walkie talkies. I got him cordless phones because he had like one wired phone and it was across the room. So anytime it rang, he had to get out of his desk. I'm like, because uh-huh. his, de- his desk is in the doing? center. Of the- yeah, well, his desk is in the center of the room, and you know there's no plugs, right? And he one time had the phone on his desk and he tripped over the freaking cable and ripped it out of the wall. Oh. So he's like, never again. I'm like, well, that makes sense, but you know they make cordless phones, right? Like. like <laughs> so I bought cordless phones. I got him walkie talkies because he'd have to get off his desk and walk down the down the warehouse to where my brothers were loading to tell him something, or ask him a question, and then walk back. And I'm like, "Here's a walkie talkie. That now you have to do that. Here's the more efficient way to do things." Yep, yep. And um, and then the the biggest biggest game changer was he's had the same cell phone number for 35 years. Wow. And everybody has that number. Friends, family uh all his customers you know everybody so the phone would ring and go off 24 7 because it was always something and his mom's actually uh turning 90 today we're going to we'll go visit her today um and so he could you know he'd never turn off his phone or put it on silent because like if the phone rang or you know his sister called like, hey mom's in the hospital or you know whatever so it was just like anytime it rang or, or it dinged or anything he'd have to look at it and of course if it was a customer saying something he'd be like sucked into work immediately you yeah. know yeah, so I got him a new cell there. phone, new cell phone number. I said, here, this is your personal phone. You just give this to your family and friends. We'll keep this one as the work phone and I'll respond to your customers. And if anyone texts you or calls you looking for you as a friend, I'll give them your new number and we'll just kind of filter it that way. Mm. And so we've been doing that for about a month and a half or so. And he's definitely, he feels disconnected at times from the business because he's not knowing what's going on mm-hmm. um, with the ordering and everything like that. But he's like, oh my God, Clint, because I didn't realize how much like, stress was caused by that phone i go i did i was here for two weeks and saw how bad it was i was like jesus christ (laughs) jeez man so that's been a big game changer for him um and i got the to the last thing i did was i created a new email address that was specific for orders and i sent out letters with all the invoices last week to all the customers and anyone that's been texting the phone for orders because he would take an order like someone would just text the order to him directly and then he just you know he put it in and i've been responding saying hey you know starting next week uh, or you know, starting in December, we're moving all our orders to either call the office line or email it in. And you got you got some guys that are like, you know, well, I can't text it. I'm like, well, you can text an email like if you want to just text 
to the email address. That's fine. I said, but email's email. Like it's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 We, we have a lot of, um, I mean, we're in Arizona. So a lot of Mexican food restaurants that we, that we, uh, service and obviously they're, they're, there's some uh, language barriers there. And so texting has been the easiest form for them, which my dad accepted that. So getting them over to an email, it's very daunting for them. Like, well, I don't have email or I don't know how to use email. It's like, I got you, man. I got, you know, so I've gone to a couple of customers and actually showed them how to do it. Yeah. Um, and it's you just trying trans- to get everything to <clears throat> one central location so that I can get my dad back his work phone and be like, cool. Now that's just customer service. If anyone's got problems or have questions, they can hit you up there, but all the orders are in the central location. Yeah. And now any of us can put orders in. It's not just one person that's stuck to doing ordering. Yeah, it's tough. So, yep. That's tough, dude. I, we have a, my dad's got a family business. My brother, I think, is fourth generation. Oh, wow. One, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. My brother's fourth gen in the family business. And he's doing the same. You know, each generation, it progresses a little and a little. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, dude, I... I I feel your pain there, especially trying to bring it up to a more efficient, trying to grow it, trying to, you know what I mean? It's, and especially with your work hours, because I remember the same thing as a kid. That's, I mean, that's where you worked. Weekends, yeah. you worked. Summers, summer vacations, you you worked with dad. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like well, the, the biggest thing is, the, the the hurdle that I'm, you know, we're trying to get over right now is the day-to-day operations are so jam-packed, um, just balls to the wall the whole time, that, it's, it makes it very difficult to like come back after the deliveries to make changes. Like let's reorganize the, the cooler. Let's, uh, you know, uh, move some stuff around and, and, um, you know, categorize things, go through some, some of our product and say, you know, what do we need to uh, get rid of? Or, you know, we got a bunch of crap in the corner. It's like, well, let's go through it and figure out what we can sell or what we can get credit back for. You know, it's just money sitting there. Oh, that's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the but the problem is, like I said, you know, we're in by five, and uh, right now both my brothers have to deliver. Still, um, I hired two guys, but one quit after two weeks. Um, Why? It just just wasn't for him, you know, because okay, okay, small okay. company. My dad can't offer any benefits right now. Um, the the wages are, are are decent for like you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of those things where he's the way he's always done things. Like I told him for straight up, like per the labor laws, like a manual labor blue collar position is supposed to be hourly. Like that's, that's the rules, right? Laws, whatever. What do you have? Sal- and he's always salary? on salary. Yeah. He always, he's always on salary because it's like you get those guys that milk the clock, right? This is a four yep. hour route and somehow magically it's taking you six or seven hours to do it. Yep. Right. Yep. And so my dad just said no more, no more hourly. This, you work. These are, these are the, you know, these are your days you work. When you get done, you get done, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get done early, cool, go home, right? No big deal. But there's gonna be some days you're going to work a little, little more. And that's kind of the ebb and flow. But when I started doing some research, I'm like, yeah, you can't get, you come from the first of the year, dad, we got to switch the drivers to hourly, you know, unless they have some kind of manager position or you know, there's some rules there, some, mm-hmm. some, uh, some gray areas, but none of your guys, at least the guys I'm hiring don't fit that bill. They are purely labor workers. They need to be hourly. So we need to be, I just have guidelines, right? We just have to have like, Hey, this is sure. a four hour out. You sure. should be back by this time. Right. Give or take an hour for traffic and stuff. Yeah. That's efficiency yep. though. Again, exactly. You know, and, and I said, if they, if it starts coming down to like, they need more hours, there's definitely more work to be done. You know, we can, they can come back and, and then now we can do stock the shelves and move some stuff around or whatnot. But, um, anyway, so my brothers are both driving right now. So, it's, so by the time they get done, they leave, they leave it by like nine, nine thirty, ten 10 to the latest four or five hour route. They, they have it set up where they typically just do their route and then go home with the van and then they'll come back the next day with the van. Right. Okay. So, 
it works out for them and that in their favor. But with that being said, then they're just going straight home. They're not coming back to the warehouse to do more stuff mm-hmm. because a, they've already worked eight or nine hours for the day and B, they don't want to get stuck in traffic because they and, came back to the warehouse for two hours and now they're in, now they're in traffic. Right. And it elongates so, their day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not only are they working an extra hour or two because, you know, yeah, we need to do some stuff, but now it's gonna take me an hour to get home instead of, mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes. Um, yep. so things like that, it's just, they, they, again, they've been doing it for so long. They've, they've done it to themselves where they like, this is the best, most efficient way. And I'm like, well, that's it, cool and all, but you guys all say we need to make these changes. Well, when are we gonna make these changes? Like, mm-hmm. when are we going to, you know, do these things? Um, how, how receptive is the family? Like your brother's been there 15 years mm-hmm. to, to you coming in and making these changes though. Pretty pretty amicable or oh yeah yeah no the whole time i've been basically going what do you want to do right Mm -hmm. because the the long-term plan is for my brother austin to kind of take over my dad's role and take over the business at some point right like that's been that's always been the thing it's just been 15 years of you know balls to the wall grinding my brother's getting worn out you know he's straight up he's like i'm 40 next year i don't want to be driving a truck anymore i don't want to be doing the the blame him yeah the you know i don't mind being on the dock and helping load and pick orders like he's he just knows things you know that even the new guy has been there for two months which is awesome he's a great guy we just gave him a raise we're like we you know steve you're doing great da, da, da. he's like oh man i'm here for the long haul man i'm a team player like you know uh i, I love you guys he, he already got tried to get poached man someone saw he was wearing my dad's shirt and the logo and he's like oh yeah you work for so-and-so he's like you should come work for me man i got this this and this and like he's like no nah, i'm good man these guys are like family these guys treat me like family i'm you know i'm good See? Yeah, he came. He came back one day. He's like, "Yeah, man, so and so from so and so said I should come work for him." And he started offering me like this and that. <laughs> We're like, "No shit!" I go, "Hey, pop, you need to give so and so a call." Be like, "Get the fuck off, man! That's my guy. <laughs> Step off. Step yeah. off, hussy." Exactly. Uh, but uh, no, no. So he's a, he's a good guy. We got one good guy. And um, tomorrow, I, I have like four applications. I'm gonna call these guys and, and do a little phone screening, and then try and get at least at least two in for face to face interviews, and try nice. to get a driver hired this week. Because like I said, when the second guy was on and his first week being like solo on his own, that was the first time my brother Austin didn't have to drive and was there at the warehouse and him and I actually got some shit done. And um, yeah, we made some cool, some good improvements. And then even my youngest brother, who's still right now a full-time driver, he had the shorter routes every day because we had two full guys doing the big routes. He so even also he come was, back and start. Yeah. So like one time he, we did, like he didn't, he just didn't go out early like we like, he like stayed behind mm-hmm. and um we ended up rearranging our cooler and um moved some things around and now it's way more efficient things are like in better places and it's like that's a little like little checkbox a little progress we need to do that like five more times you know yep, yep. but then the, like the next week the guy quit so everyone was back to you know okay we'll get three 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 guys three routes sorry you know that but yeah sucks, it's man. uh it's going good man it's just like like i said i went into it thinking you know, yeah, I'm going to be on hourly. I'm only just going to, I'm not going to work over 40 hours. I'm obviously not going to charge my dad overtime. So I'm just going to work my 40 hours and mm-hmm. this, this and that. But just being down there made me realize how much, I mean, I don't understand why my brother's getting burned out. I understand why my brother's just like, you know, getting to their limits of They're like, I don't know how much go, longer go, I want. Go, 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 Yeah. And yeah. it's a physical labor job. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're the 50 pound sack of potatoes and onions, like it's right. heavy, right? You're just constantly yeah. their backs were always sore and now i feel it too it's like i'm i'm doing it so I'm like yeah fuck yeah. yeah my back's killing me you know yep yeah we we were doing uh masonry it's all mm-hmm. so yeah i feel you <laughs> yeah i feel you it's tough man lifting shit but up. i gave him i gave him i gave him 90 days so we're two months in you know the, the end of the year is basically my, kind of when i originally told him i'll give you a hundred percent of me for three months 
I said, at the end of the year, we'll assess where we're at. And I even told my dad, I told my brothers too. I said, you know, if you guys aren't feeling after 60 days, like that last month, like maybe you, maybe you do need to talk to dad and like figure out like an exit strategy. You know, if you're not hundred percent to keep going, give, let him know. So he figures some stuff out. The reality is that my, my one brother, Austin, he's been doing it for so long and does such a good job that my dad would have to hire like two guys, three guys to do the same thing my brother's doing at the level that he's doing it at. And, um, because I know he also makes a decent wage. He's been doing it so long that he he makes almost as much as my dad does, and they and they do think of it as a partnership. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been trying to tell Austin that too. I'm like, because he'll he'll be like, I'll ask him something. He's like, oh, find out what dad wants to do. And I'm like, no, no, no. What do you want to do, man? Like, what, what if I'm, I'm telling you, like, dad's not here. Got to start what, that transition, man. Yeah, because I'm like, dad, you need to start thinking. Gonna, yeah, dad's not going to be here forever. Well, so. and I tell him too. I said, you complain about what dad's decisions are. So, like, what would you change? What would you do different? Implement you know, yourself. Like, Exactly. Get in, Get in there. And he has, he, uh, he, so he took over the, um, the inventory and the ordering for our product in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I took over the customer orders in the evenings. So we took away those two pieces from my dad. And, um, so he's been like ordering the product. Well, my dad was like, well, again, old school, the way he used to do it was you would order five tomatoes, four avocados, three lettuce. My dad would order five, three, and four. And that's what we would get in. He would ship them out. And then the next day he's like, okay, I need four of these, two of these. And he order those. And so every day products coming in, my brothers have to rotate it and move it and, and shuck it. And, and it's like, dad, just order every other day and just double up, right? Like bulk up. You have reports. You can see what you need, what you sold last week. You know roughly what people take. I mean, my dad knows this shit like with his eyes closed. He's like, so-and-so is going to take this much. So-and-so is going to take that much. If when you I put an order know. in, yeah, I put an order in. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, yeah, so-and-so actually gets a sliced mushroom, not a whole mushroom. I'm like, oh, he just said mushroom. He's like, yeah, it's cool. I know. You know, he corrects shit all the time because he knows what the customers want and he's been doing it for so long. You start cataloging that shit now. I already built a spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. I you're said, already right, on pop, it. Yep. Start cataloging that I, shit now. I built a spreadsheet and I put every one of our customers on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I even color coordinate them to east side, west side, and then the central. And I said, all right, pop. Start start with the start with the Mexican food restaurant. Give me your give me what tomatoes and avocados I take. And he wrote it all up, and I just and I said, yep. okay, let's you go with uh, you have yep. to. Because I go I go the same thing, Pop. I said I don't know what you know. I just you know I just start. I'm the new guy, right? I'm, and I'm fast now. I, I can do you know QuickBooks pretty quickly. I can put orders in pretty quickly. But I make those little mistakes because customers are just like one this, one this, two of this, and they don't say Romas or five sixes or um you know someone will say a bag of avocados. I'm like. Well, how much is in a bag? Like we don't right. sell bags, bag? right? It's, yeah, it's either piece or pound. So my dad's like, "Oh, when you say a bag, it's 15. I'm like, "Okay, like that's arbitrary, but okay, you yeah. know." So considering a dozen yeah. is 12, baker's is 13. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. I guess, I guess the vegetable dozen. <laughs> so I the the plan at the moment is um, end of the year. I, I got to get back to streaming and 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 my YouTube stuff. Um, I think I'll stick, I'll go down to like a part-time status. And at the very, at the very least I'll keep the ordering and I'll just continue doing ordering for my house mm. and maybe go down to the warehouse like once a week just to check in. But, um, the biggest thing is get that second driver hired and get my brother Austin off the trucks and more in the warehouse. And if I can do that this week and then, so like, so get someone hired this week and next week he's off the trucks. Then the last three weeks of the month, him and I can really do some shit and get some things in set set in place. Pay some stuff out. Yep. And then hopefully the second guy sticks around come the new year right. and then we can just continue moving on. So I, tough, I told man. him, I said, look, if I can, if I can come be here at my house three days a week, like weekdays, right? Like three days. And then, cause it, right. I said, they work through Saturday. So if, if I work, let's say I come in the warehouse Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I work from home. 
I can do my streams, I can do whatever. Then I, as long as I have a happy medium, because like originally my plan was eight hours and then I could come home at like one and still stream in the afternoon before dinner time. But I'm there till like three or four sometimes. And then immediately I'm like, oh, I gotta start putting orders in because I know it's a busy day. I got 15, 20 orders put in. So right. I won't even, I won't do anything personal. I'll just right back to work and I'm working just, you know. So like, I don't mind doing the ordering if I don't have to be at the warehouse for 10 hours, right? If I'm at the warehouse for four or five hours and I've got in the middle of my day to get back to myself and then I, I spend a couple hours putting orders in or, you know, something like that. We just got to find a, a, a middle ground. I don't mind. I'm not cold turkey yet in January. Yeah. My dad thinks it's like, I'm going to be gone in January. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not putting all this time and effort into it just to walk you. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but everything else going good with you, man? Anything else yeah. new on the horizon? Yeah. No, <clears throat> everything's pretty decent, man. I can't. Uh, no complaints. You know, staying on the same grind. Yeah. Same grind. House, everything moving in, settled in on the house? Yeah. At, my wife got most of the most of the houses painted. Uh, I think the next big project, she wants her, her closet she bought all new closet organizational mm-hmm. furniture. Nice. So I have to build that. <laughs> I have to build that. But the I'm getting ready list to, continues. Oh, dude, it never ends. It never ends. <laughs> I uh, getting ready to throw the the beamer up on the stands for the winter and just start ripping it apart. Yeah, ripping it apart. Got yeah. I got some. I got some new parts coming in that came in. I got some more stuff that I got to buy. I'm waiting. Wait for a little bit more cash flow after the holidays. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that. Actually, that's been that's been the one thing that's been nice is is getting a little extra income from working with my dad. Yeah, um, sure. Obviously, like the contents have slowed down, so it's not like a direct like, oh, this is just all extra cash. There's obviously some subsidizing, but just having the extra the extra uh, extra money because we last year we did so much traveling for my daughter's volleyball. It's like and the ticket uh, uh, plane tickets were so expensive yeah. last year. We we cut down two trips instead of all four of us going. I went to Philadelphia. My wife went to Chicago. And that's how we split it that Jeez. way. And it was still like two grand for two people when normally we fly the four of us for two grand. It was like, oh, so we're that still kind of like paying off, paying off some of that shit on the mm. credit cards that we put on. So, yeah, yeah it's it's not this year. Um, Christmas. Uh, my, my son's getting to that age where like, you know, stuff's becoming more expensive now mm-hmm. and it's just going to get worse as he gets older. So. You know, the I mean, my wife and I, we've kind of scaled back, but it's nice because I, I'm able to like any like throughout the year. I, I really the only thing I take off work for maybe a camping trip for like, you know, maybe one or two camping trips a year. Right. So that, that's like a week. That's like a long weekend. It's something crazy. Maybe I need one extra day. Right. Right. Um, And GCX. So like. I usually have PTO sitting in my bank that that it just sits there. Yep. So I sell it back. So it's kind of nice at the end of the year I get my PTO sell back my my buyback. Oh, that's cool. They let you do that. That's cool. Yeah. So then Christmas money. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Christmas money. Yep. So that's what that goes right to. So Hell it, yeah. it's yeah. It's kind of like t- the only downside is it's late that it comes. So it'll come like early to mid December. It doesn't okay. leave you a whole lot of time to like bang shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my my son's gifts we usually get throughout the year. We'll just like you know as he says he likes things we just kind of grab it smart and smart. just stash it. You know what I mean yep. throughout the year and then when December comes it's like oh shit it's gonna, it's a big Christmas. Yep. Um, but like what I get my wife and stuff like that, like generally it comes like 
late December. Yep. I end up getting it if you know what I mean. Like last yeah, year, she got a whole is. whole brand. She wanted a new snowboarding setup. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yeah, she hasn't boarded in a while, and she's got like an older ride set up right now. And I'm like, ride, <laughs> ride. Um, so she wanted a whole new setup. So I went out and I got her brand new bindings and boots and the board that I wanted to get her, which was awesome awesome deck it was a burton deck and i went to go get it and it sold out in her oh man and i'm like damn i should not have waited i just should have pulled the trigger on it and i couldn't find it anywhere and it was becoming late in the season and all that to be said i bought her the snowboarding setup and she was pregnant like when i bought (laughs) it we didn't know but yeah she was pregnant she i mean like she couldn't have used it anyways right so uh this year she found a, a deck that she liked. We ran out. I was like, we're going, we're going tomorrow. We're going tomorrow to get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not waiting on this. We right. ran out. We picked up her deck. I'm like, all right, well, Merry Christmas for last year. <laughs> now you have something else this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, my, my, my kids, uh, Sierra just turned 18 and, uh, and Bryce is 15. So, I mean, they don't do toys. They don't, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's that age where clothes are actually cool. Like they, they're down with clothes and, uh, you know, a couple electronics here and there. Like mm-hmm. I know Bryce wants a PlayStation Five, uh, even though he's got a dual PC. He's got my dual old PCs, but his friends still play on PlayStation, and not everything's on uh, you know crossplay yet. Yep. So he still plays his PlayStation all the time. And uh, uh, but he is going to be driving, you know, come early next year. See, that's the other uh, thing. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's think of some things. Maybe think of some things. Like last year was easy for my daughter because she had, she had been driving, so we bought her some stuff for her car and, and everything like that. So that was easy. Like we got him stuff today for Christmas or for a car for Christmas. Then it'd be like, wait, well, so got like four months, five months until he can actually use it. Right. And even now he like technically should have got his driver's permit a month ago and he hasn't gotten it yet. And here in Arizona, you have to be, it has to be six months with the learner's permit before you get your license. Oh, so the longer okay. he waits, the longer you can get, it's going to take He's him to get his license. Pushing it back. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you should get on that. Like, even if you don't want to drive, just take the test, get your permit. And then the clock starts for yep. your license. Is it still and, the, um, just the, like the kiosk tests? Yeah, it's, oh yeah, do it online now. You don't have to do it. You don't even have to go in, into the thing, dude. We yep. had to go into that fucking dusty ass Same. DMV, man. Sit yep. in those fucking cubicles like it was like <laughs> like you're voting, <laughs> dude. Like it was deciding your life role. What the fuck is that book? Uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? The Giver. It's like you're sitting there in this like fucking cubicle deciding what you're going to be for the rest of your life. It's your right. stupid permit test. A book that was actually a pamphlet. You had yep. a, <laughs> what light indicates stop. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah, man. so I told him, I said, I said, Dude, I know, I get it, man. If you're not in a hurry to drive, that's fine. But you just, just know you're pushing your inevitable out. And so you should probably just take the test. And it's not that hard, man. You studied it. You looked at it. You know, it's easy. Dude, just I, do it. I had such a shitty go when I, I had to wait a year and a half before I could get my license. Really? Yeah, dude, I had my permit and I got into this crazy snowboarding accident. Ooh. Um, anyone who's familiar with the East Coast knows that we have better edge control than all you motherfuckers on the West. <laughs> that being said, we have the shittiest conditions. We just straight ride on ice, whereas they have that sweet pow pow. Right. We, it's like slut, like it was like late season, man. It was slushy during the day. So the riding conditions were just slow and just shitty. And then as it transitioned into night, sheet of ice man it just froze over so i'm bombing down this mountain and the 
there there must have been some somebody snow plowing as they were going down and it created this this frozen ripple. Dude, when I came down, I went to stop. I fucking hit this ripple. I hopped and then my front edge came down before my rear edge. Dude, my face went smack the ice. My buddies were watching me. They were like, dude, you full on like it was like a scorpion. Your back bent backwards. And the board came over the back of my head and I sprung up. But I that whole time I smacked my face onto the hard pack and oh. I was just like freaking grinding my face on the oh. ice going down the mountain. And so like I ripped the whole left side of my lip was all ripped. I ripped oh. my left side of my eyelid. The whole I had just gnarly just all the skin on the left side of my face was ripped off from the because it was just granular ice. It was like sandpaper, yep. right? Yep. And I was I was out cold. I woke up in the hospital. I was I was out. Shit. They thought I fractured the whole left side of my skull. They thought my orbital bone was just demolished. My eye was swollen shut for a week. All that to be said, there was like crazy damage and all. Like it, I didn't go to school for over a month. I had constant like uh, bleeding in my head on my brain mm-hmm. that was just slowly draining. So I couldn't. I couldn't go to school. I couldn't do anything. I was out. But they were afraid because of the concussion and the the head trauma that I was going to have issues driving. Right. Right. The neurological damage and all that. So they were like, yeah, you medically are not allowed to drive for a year <laughs> to make sure that you don't like fall asleep, like, pass out in the middle. You know what I mean? Which is fucking right. fair. That's fair. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's fair. And I, I, I was... I was patient motherfucker about it. I, I get it. I, I totally get it. Yeah, I had to wait an uh, additional year beyond just to get my license. Damn. I, mine man. was, uh, mine, I was, I was a, a year late as well, but mine was because of grades. Like, first it was... Wait, so it was uh, a parental dictation then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait, so, first fair. it was like, they weren't going to give me my permit because my grades were shitty. But then I had an opportunity to go to this, like, driving... Um, thing like in a parking lot like you drive cars like defensive driving big like, thing right oh yeah, but you had yeah. to have your permit you had to have yeah, your permit though so my parents were like all right look we know you want to go to this and it's good that you do go to this so we'll get we have to get your permit so let's go get your permit so i got my permit and even that i was like already i i think it was already 16 or really close to being 16 so i should have already gotten beginning my license but i'm just not getting my permit and um and then yeah i, I guess just i wasn't in that big of a hurry either to mm. to drive uh, and then I started dating my wife and I would literally would ride my bike two miles and to her house. And all of a sudden it mattered. Yeah, yeah. I'm riding my bike two miles to her house to go hang out with her. And it's like, <laughs> this fucking sucks. I got a job. This I got money. Cool. Yep. So I was like, all right, mom, dad, like, what do I need to do to get my license? And at that point, my grades were better. And so it was just like, oh, let's go do the driving school. Let's go, you know, take the test. I got my license. And then I remember my my dad, I found out later he bought it, but he said that he um, is my aunt gave it gave me the car, but apparently he bought it for like five hundred bucks, and uh, it was like you know old jalopy fucking uh, what was it, it Chrysler dude? If you don't Corsica. start off in an old shit box, man, you're sitting yep. at a disadvantage. I had a '94 yep. Nissan hard body stick shift. <laughs> that dude, yeah, this was a stick shift truck, too. dude. Yeah, yep. Chevy Corsica awesome, with no dude. fucking suspension. This fucking <laughs> yeah. bitch was like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and uh, so I roll. I remember. I remember um, Calling my my uh, my girlfriend and uh, my, my wife and I said, "Hey, I got a new car. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up to your work." She was a bagger at grocery store, and I roll up and she was like, 
You mean that whole like that? I don't not not I don't know who that is. That's not my boyfriend. And I pull up and she thought oh, she guy. was thinking all like new car, like, oh cool. And she sees this fucking thing. She's like, what the fuck is that? And so uh yeah, I started that was my first car. Before the, around that time, I was still driving my dad's old beater Chevy that just, you know, roll the window down because there's no AC. Get you and A to got B, three, man. Three inch, three inch pipes. It's just like boom, Get you going A down to the B. fucking <laughs> Yeah. It's like my so buddy driving an old square body Ranger. Yeah. Square that's, body S10s. That's what you started with, man. Yeah. It's an everybody. I mean, if you didn't have that, you had the Cutlass Supreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That's all anybody drove. Well, it depends on the high school. If you went to the one high school, that's all anybody drove. If you went to the other high school, yeah, it was Beamers and Benzes yep. and Vets. And, but we I got a good go to, I didn't here. go to that school, so. Yeah. We got a good mix. We got like half, I would say, I don't want to say half and half, but like, you you know, we got the kids that are like, yeah, parents buy them brand new cars. Here you go. Or here's my hand-me-down Beamer, right? I'm going to go buy a new one. Here's your hand-me-down. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the other ones that drive like the beat up, put together like trucks. They go, they're, yeah. out, they're out there in their driveway working on their own trucks yep. and making their own trucks. They come drive it in with the big, you know, roll cages and, and you know, a uh, uh, lot of trucks, obviously. We're out, where we live out near the mountains. We, I mean, trucks. granted, smaller, but yeah, all all trucks. A, a couple kids maybe had like standard cab F-150s, but they were beat to shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like most of us had like the Rangers, or the S-10s, like small, small body pickups. Um, and then as you just start trading and, you know, you get into the Honda scene and you start working on a shitbox Honda and then yep. you graduate up to, I graduated up to the Volkswagens. That's where, I mean, I was part of that. And then. Most of the guys went from V-dubs to uh, Subies, jumped up to the Subarus, and then yeah, here we are now. I'm working on a Beamer. I never was a, a never big big car guy. My dad has a, a 68 Plymouth Roadrunner. Uh, nice. Still, ha- still owns it today. And I drove that a little bit. And I, I, I was getting close to graduating high school, and I told my dad within a week, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I really want a computer, Dad. I really want to get a PC, and, and, you know, I really like working on computers and stuff. And, uh, and then like in the same week, I was like, Hey, so-and-so is selling their, their cutlass. What was it? A five, five, four or five, four, two, or I forget what it was called, but it was, it was a three, it's three numbers. So whatever mm-hmm. that muscle car is, and he's, you know, it's, it's like uh $2,500. And, uh, my dad goes, I tell you what, I'll buy you either the car or the computer for your graduation present. So you get to pick which one you want. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I know one's more expensive than the other, but I will, I'll buy that. And at first I was like, oh, the car, duh, right? The car's been great. But then I, me and my buddy started talking. I was like, man, you could do a lot more with the computer. You could you know, use it at home. I could play games. I could do this, I could do that. And so I opted for the PC. Mm. And it, I, I always talk about that, how like, maybe that's why I'm here where I'm at. You I know, mean, if I would have gone. I mean, arguably, yeah, you probably. I went, to a, I went to a computer college, got a degree, like, you know. Let's be real, but, though. If you're not a car guy, you would have just sold the car. Yeah, well, I mean, I would have drove it as a car. I wouldn't have like, exactly. worked on but, it. I wouldn't have done anything cool you, you to it. You wouldn't have kept it either. I mean, you probably would have sold it and traded up. Right. Or da- like, whatever. Whatever the case may be, whatever your needs would have turned into, you probably would have gotten rid of it. Versus what set you on your on your path was probably that PC. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you, you could make that argument all day long. To, I to have day, way too many hobbies, dude. <laughs> I have well, way to this too day, many hobbies. My favorite summer, it's a toss up between the, my first summer moved out of my parents' house and this first summer graduating high school. And I, I was only, I was, it was only like six weeks before graduating and starting college. So that, that summer though, when I graduated high school, I played, I, I would go to work from like four to like 10, four to 11. 
And then I would go to my girlfriend's house, hang out with her until she fell asleep. And then I'd come home and I'd play Starcraft Hell online yeah. till my dad's alarm clock went off at five in the morning. And then I'd go to bed. And that was my summer before I started college. Hell yeah. Just Dude, playing, I, I, playing games till <laughs> middle of the night. I've always been, always been about speed. Fucking, I, I, whether it's like a snowboard going fast or my fucking street bike or whatever, dude, that, that's where, that's my lane. That's where I'm at. And all my buddies in high school, same deal. They were all, which crazy is, and thank God, knock on wood, my, my buddies, we all made it, right? We, we all made it. We're okay. We're all still here. My close, my, my closest buddies, right? The amount of accidents, fatal accidents that happened in high school. Um, dude, it was always these poor kids that had these crazy expensive cars. Yeah. Like, like the poor, like the poor kids coming into high school with the fucking M threes, right? With the, with the crazy setups, those it's like, man, you didn't even stand a chance, dude. Didn't even stand a chance. Now in high school, we, the two wheels was a dirt bike, right? I didn't have a street bike mm-hmm. in high school. It was a dirt bike. So we were doing dumb shit in the fields, which yep, is right there with you. No, that was right? me. <laughs> I mean, that's about as safe as you're going to get. And it was until after that I got the street bike. And again, thank God, because I'm fucking dumbass. <laughs> dumbass and I've ridden East Coast I, I brought that thing out to Texas I was ripping up and down Texas and, the, and on Texas roads I had a, I had a, a Ninja ZX6R it was a, a 08, Ooh, yeah. 08 636 and around me where I'm at right now it, like the rural roads and shit they're twisties they're hills oh my god are they fun they're so fun Texas is a lot of straightaways man if you don't have a leader bike you don't it, it, it's don't don't ride them. You don't realize how fast you're going. Well, it's a dude. I, I would have that thing pinned wide open on a 600 wide open. And there's still like cars passing me and shit. You need a leader bike. You need, you need, dude, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Um, out here it's awesome. And ultimately the reason I got rid of my street bike is because the road started getting more and more crowded. And, I would have favorite sections of roads, right? I'd be coming up. I'd be like, yes, I get to like really like lay this thing down. I get to turn into it, man. I'd be coming down, ripping tits, coming into a turn, which is my own irresponsibility, but coming into a turn and soccer mom sitting there on her phone, drifting into my lane. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Always, always there is a minivan or something either half in my lane half in theirs or 10 miles an hour plus under the speed limit and i'm stuck and now i'm on a street bike and i'm putzing around which is not what you want to do on a street bike and it's just like was so defeating i'm like why am i on this why am i on this i I, (laughs) should be like i should if i'm gonna be on this would be comfortable so i traded it up i got a i got a harley and i love my harley but it is not the same as my street bike yep i feel that I still beat the shit out of it, though. <laughs> I put new pipes on it, and I think within the first week of the new pipes, I bent the shit out of the uh, out of the rear end of it because I took a turn too too tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to just leaning like way yeah. into way into a turn, right? Right. And man, my my bike would just kick up like that real wheel. <laughs> my my footboards would hit because I'm coming around. You're doing like. Brrr. 
whatever whatever the turn's rated at, you can't take yeah. it that fast on a Harley. Dude, my fucking footboards will hit. And if you're not careful, if you hit too hard, it yep. kicks that back wheel up and you'll catch. Get a shit you. Dude, pucker <laughs> factor. But I scraped the shit out of these brand new pipes less than a week because I took uh, a turn too shit. fast, too hard. Damn, dude. It's fun. Well, right on, man. I, I, I'm glad we got the chance to catch up. Uh, as the as we get closer to the end of the year, time should come back to me, and we should be able to get more more uh, solid hey, times with Kevin and you. Yes, we need to make a plan. Have you experienced DMZ yet? No, no. I, I played some Warzone. I played a shit ton of multiplayer. Uh, I'm really enjoying the grind, but yeah, I have not played DMZ yet. So my, my all my experience is multiplayer. You and I and Kevin, we need we need to DMZ it. Down, dude. We yeah. DMZ. We, we need to get a time where we go in and, and we play whenever it is. But before we do the next episode, like the three of us, we have to get that in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, it's only a two hour time difference now between between us uh, with, with the time change. So yeah. it's not too bad. And evenings, your evenings are like my like late afternoons. That'll totally work out perfect. perfect. So we, we can coordinate with, uh, with Kevin and pick a time in the next couple of weeks before the holidays. All right. All right. Well, uh, sorry for the short episode today, everybody. It, it's Sunday. Uh, the birds are about to be 11 and 1 11 and 1 12 and 1 are we whatever Bir- birds birds are about to put another win in in the books I'm gonna go watch and celebrate as the obnoxious Philly fan I am <laughs>